Hello and welcome to GPPW Live. Um, my name is Moritz Borchardt. I'm one of the uh, people behind GPPW. And yeah, I'm doing this because we haven't done a GPPW Live or any version of the podcast in quite a while. And I wanted to take this opportunity right now in the end of uh, August um, to briefly talk about the status quo of Germany or at least the political situation. Um, yeah, what, one of the core things right now in Germany is that, especially with the party of uh, Angela Merkel, the Christian conservatives, they get pressure from both sides right now, due to from uh, yeah from the far right, from the so-called alternative für Deutschland, alternative for Germany, which have you know uh, in the Follow up and during this, you know, refugee crisis, or however you want to call it, they've gained quite a lot. The formerly Eurosceptic party now openly far right and with ties to, yeah, the neo Nazi scene in some areas. So they, they're giving the CDU um, some competition from the far right, which the CDU hasn't really faced in a considerable manner in the last 10 20 years so that's somewhat new and that also means that now which would the part of society which used to be the core clientele of the cdu being people right of center and in the political spectrum they've been increasingly alienated or you know been distanced from the core policies of the CDU as those policies moved further to the to the center, which is pretty much the line of Angela Merkel, you know, con occupying the center. And um, that led to, on the one hand, a lot of won elections, and on, on the other hand, the CDU was more effective, I guess, in occupying that space than the social democrats who were you know left of center um both are in both parties the cdu and the social democrats are essentially centrist parties but traditionally the con yeah um, christian conservatives were you know the right party the the, the right side of the spectrum party and the spd was uh, thoroughly in the left side of the political spectrum, both have moved to the center and the CDU under Angela Merkel has been more effective in occupying that space. But now it's um, the CDU faces some version of a threat, not a very serious threat, but a threat nonetheless, from this far right party, which you know digs into their a part of the people that would vote for them um, rather than you know vote for people that were you know further to the right that were too maybe in their opinion too far to the right like the you know um the nationalists and those parties that don't really play a role um in the in german elections i mean they are in some places uh, they got a seat or two in the state level parliaments but that's pretty much it 
and uh, yeah, so uh, uh, with this new alternative for Germany, the CDU is actually facing some far-right pressure, pressure from the right, but at the same time, this alternative for Germany had its biggest you know, day thus far when in the middle of the refugee crisis. Or, I mean, we still have, you know, that crisis, that crisis is far from over, but it, it is a bit less in the media and due to the deal with Turkey, a lot of the pressure of, you know, the amount of people coming in, at least in the public perception, has lessened. So we don't have the, you know, it's not as current or it's not as prevalent in the public eye, I guess. So... Yeah, and most you know most things are not necessarily uh, based or voting voting potential is not necessarily based in the actual numbers, but in how those um, num numbers are being perceived and being portrayed in the media. And um, we th we have two um, state level elections, state parliament elections, coming up in Germany uh, in the first weeks of September. One is in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, which is a, the northeastern state, one of the northeastern states of Germany. So it is former GDR and it's a very rural um, state. So traditionally one of those areas where far-right parties are quite, are faring quite well. On the other hand, it is, uh, has been, if I remember correctly, in uh, social democrat hands, but I might be wrong about that. Um, but in any case, it is a state that is, yeah, very rural. So, if the uh, alternative for Germany has a chance uh, in one of the states, it is in those, you know, uh, states with uh, with a comparatively low population density, meaning the bigger parties have a hard time of covering every inch of of the country, and that gives chances to. Uh, more extreme parties to actually go to the local communities uh, in the villages, and you know they have a uh, have a better time there gaining some traction. So it will be very interesting to see what will be the AFD turnout there, and also in the light of the earlier local state level elections in Eastern German states, where uh, the the alternative for Germany actually was uh, at least in Saxony Anhalt. Uh, you know, somewhere around like 20 to 25 percent of the votes, which is, um, well, for them it's a success. Uh, for everyone else, um, it's a for personal interpretation. But yeah, so that's the one uh, state level election, and then we have the Berlin Senate, so the Parliament of the state of Berlin is voting as well. And I personally would would expect to for the AfD to do much worse there than in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, simply because it's a metropolitan area. You know, it's a very intercultural city. So, you know, these days usually one would expect the AFD to actually get into the parliaments, and we'll see how it goes. But it might even be like Berlin might be one of the places where they won't get in, um, even in, in the situation right now. So. Yeah, we will see. But uh, that's yeah. With the the other thing caused by basically basically the 
rise of this AFD is that also left parties, the, the far left parties, have suffered a bit. And due to the, this uh, AFDs taking votes from a big variety of the other parties in Germany, there have been some interesting coalitions. Um, we have uh, in the city of Thuringia, we have the first left wing uh, led um, government in quite a while, which is actually uh, not led by the Social Democrats, but by uh, the yeah um, proper further left uh, party called Die Linke, which translates as the leftists, together with the Greens and and the Social Democrats. And in Saxony-Anhalt, uh, I believe we have a coalition of the Conservatives with the Social Democrats and the Greens. Um, and we have in some states also now coalitions of the Conservatives with the, with, uh, the uh, Green parties, um, state versions or state groups. So you know, a lot of the traditional coalitions have been broken up by this upset uh, in this latest crisis. So, yeah, I guess that's more or less summarizes it. Um, the left parties in Germany are doing not as well as they probably could have, but there, there have been a couple of like PR blunders and parties like the Green Party is doing pretty much what they've always done, but they've gotten more, um, I would say, bourgeois. So they've grown up a bit from the kind of protest parties that they were, they were in the 80s. Um, probably, and that's at least my personal interpretation, because they were, the people in charge have gotten older more uh, simply. And uh, so their positions have changed as you know personal positions change uh, as uh, your as one's life circumstances change due to age and yeah so it, uh, in that way there has been uh, the green party has uh, moved a bit they, they are not conservative by the long shot they're still like the green alternatives but their common, common commonalities with the conservatives have gained a bit, I would say. And the Social Democrats are right now pretty much the victim of uh, Angela Merkel. Of course, they're also the victim of a lot of uh, mistakes that they, uh, that their um, personnel has done, have done. But Angela Merkel has moved the Conservative Party, the uh, CDU, pretty much in the, in the middle of the center, not right of center, but in the middle of the center. And um, yeah, and there have been, uh, you know, quite a line of so-called uh, grand coalitions between the two biggest parties, between the conservatives and the social democrats. And while the social democrats are doing their best to influence policy to uh, lead their ministries in a yeah more left-wing manner, matter, and they're partially um, successful in that. But in the end, the junior partner of a, of a coalition will always get less acclaim due to uh, things not getting worse, at least, uh, or things being handled quite well. 
over the um, yeah senior partner of the coalition. So we will see how all these things will play out before the big elections, the federal elections next year. And there have been some signs that the, uh, especially the, the Social Democrats, uh, but also the Greens, have recovered a bit um, right in the most recent months. But we will see. Um, yeah. So so much for now. Uh, I'm sorry that I don't don't know who's uh, in charge of the of in, in Mecklenburg Vorpommern who's uh, governing there, but. Well, I guess that also says something about both me and the importance of that state. So, yeah, talk to you next time. Bye.